Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planetin, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life and continue on our goal-setting journey. I am super jazzed about this part of our personal development to be strong for yourself and for one another and be a strong role models for those you love and mentor. So we are in the thick of things with Zig Ziglar's book, See You at the Top, and I've broken down the goal chapter into a number of episodes, so I will also share those in the link in the show notes so you can go back and uh, continue your goal-setting journey. So where are you? And that's what this chapter is all about, setting up your goals. Where are you with that? You might be thinking, hey, wasn't I supposed to do that in the first episode? The first episode was all about brainstorming. Then it was about self-image. Then we were on to your relationship with others. And now, now we're in the heart of goals. Ah, goals. <laughs> I guess goals are gold. <laughs> so where are you? He says, by now your question should be, how do I set goals? You've convinced me I should set them, but you haven't told me how or what kind. Ah, good point. Actually, you will discover it's easier to reach goals than it is to set them. Let me say that again. It's easier to reach goals than it is to set them. A goal properly set is particularly, is partially reached because it is a strong statement of your belief that you can and will reach it. As he stated earlier, success is easy after you believe it. So how do you set goals? Well. Number one, keeping records for a few minutes per day for 30 days will enable you to get a true picture of your production capability and your work capacity and the effective use of your time. You will discover that you will produce more in the last 15 days than you did in the first 15 as a direct result of keeping records. So this is a 30-day challenge for you. For this 30-day period, you need to be brutally honest with yourself. After all, you're dealing with your future, and this record is for your eyes only. So what he's talking about there is if you think you don't have time to add one more thing on your plate, the best way of dissecting all of that is to start keeping a record of what you are spending your time on. And if that is furthering you into helping you reach your goals. 30-day challenge is great, but even just try it for one day and you'll be like, holy moly, I just spent half an hour scrolling social media. I could have been listening to a book or a podcast during my morning walk with the dog. Oh, but I didn't feel like walking the dog, so I didn't get that done either. Really break down where you're spending your time. It's crucial. It is super crucial. And when you start doing this, you'll think, oh, it only took five minutes to do the dishes. Why did I procrastinate for half an hour before I started doing the dishes? This will send your productivity into a totally different quadrant. Keeps you grounded where you are. So he says, first, keep a record when you wake up, when you get up, and when you get into productive work. Second, keep a record of personal time you use during the day for lunch, coffee breaks, phone calls, scrolling social media, other personal matters. And third, keep a record of appointments, unexpected drop-ins, um, calls, 
you know, different things like meetings. Meetings can be a huge time suck for people if they're not productive. And it just depends on your own personal situation. you got to fine-tune this that way. So he says the first few days will be tough, but it gets easier when you become a habit and your production starts to climb. Yes, this is a new habit you are forming. Who deserves your time? Who deserves your attention? Who is going to help you? Ha! Ah, only you. Because nobody's coming to help you. Forget about them. This is all about you and where you spend your golden time. And let's just say, for instance, you have a job, pays the bills. That's great. That's important. You need to keep a roof over your head, food on the table. Let's say you get paid $20 an hour. So after the day's done, what's your time worth still to that point? That you're going to give somebody else that attention or you're going to focus your intention, attention on your intentions, right? Where's your focus going to be? And you do this by realizing where you're spending your time. Okay, so once you've established your pattern, he says it's easy to make improvements. By studying your past records, you can find your best day, best week, best month, and best quarter. Compare your best record with your new efficiency schedule. <laughs> you could just duplicate it over and over and over again. Make your goal specific and in most cases bigger. But remember, it's better to revise a goal upward in a month than to have to dramatically reduce it. Make your goal big, like we talked about in the last episode. And you can always level up more and make it bigger. It's kind of hard to reduce it, right? So, <laughs> and he says, maybe a little built-in competitiveness is extremely helpful. So let's look at a challenge system. So this is an idea to challenge yourself and also to set yourself up for success. First, the don'ts. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Don't challenge the champ at the outset if you've been an average producer. Second, challenge the person in front of you that's in the mirror, not the champion. That's a good procedure, especially if you make it a double challenge. So what are you going to double up on, right? A double challenge is one to beat the person ahead of you as well as your own personal best. With this approach, you won't win any victories by fluke or default. Each victory will make you stronger for the next challenge. Regardless of how many people are currently in front of you, if you are constantly striving to beat your best, you will be making a lot of progress. A lot of sales, a lot of money, whatever your occupation that you've chosen to help you reach your goals. Obviously, if you continue to beat the one in front of you, it will be just a matter of time before nobody will be in front of you. Mm -hmm. I like that. And, you know, you think about different examples. And a really good example he gives in this book is that of um, a heavyweight fighter, lightweight fighter, whatever. I don't know the categories. I really apologize to the wrestling world, <laughs> the fighting world. <laughs> Never mind. You wouldn't get in the ring with number one in the ring if you're just starting out. You train, you fight somebody a little bit better than you. And you train, and then you fight someone a little bit better than you. And you train, and you get stronger. 
You're working physically, mentally, spiritually. You're working up. You don't get in the ring with the number one fighter in the world. You work your way up to the point where there's nobody left in front of you and you're number one in your goal. Keep that in mind. Can't just jump in the ring and expect to win when you haven't built up, built up, and kept fighting to reach the top, literally. So I hope that helps. So he has some rules here. What is most important? Well, some rules that will enable you to more accurately zero in on these goals of necessity. Should you remember <laughs> these rules? quite general in nature. So you must take these example and translate them to fit your own situation. Absolutely. And he's going to say this again and again and again, and I'm going to say this again and again and again. You have to put these things on paper. You have to write them down. You, When you're tracking your time, where you realize where you're spending your time, where you find your pockets of time, you should commit to paper the things you want and expect. If you say, well, that's going to take days for me to write down. Well, you're going to be surprised. It will discover you. It won't take nearly as long. And you know what? What have you been doing for the last three days? So it takes you three days. I'm just going to say, <laughs> write it down. Write them down and list them in order of their importance. Obviously, you will be working on several goals at the same time. Yeah, I wouldn't say obviously. I mean, we're always all working on various goals, but they have different levels and different rates. But and here's the bottom line. You have to be organized. And the best way to get organized is to write it down. So he says, once you've arranged your goals in the order of their importance, you should list the obstacles, talked about that in the last episode, that stand between you and your objectives. If there wasn't something between you and your goals, you would already have everything you want. Hmm. After you've listed your obstacles, you can formulate a plan to overcome them and set a time schedule. Most um, management authorities believe that when you properly identify a problem, you have it half solved. Oh, identify the problem and you're already halfway into solving it. You'll be amazed how much faster you overcome the obstacles once you identify them. And you overcome the obstacles on your way to one goal. The obstacles on the way to the other goals will fall more easily. So how are you going to do that? How are you going to move up the ranks? How, how are you going to start challenging yourself? After each success, he says, and as you gain confidence and experience, you will naturally move up the ranks. You will naturally move up the ladder. In reaching and achieving your goals, Take it on a more gradual basis. That is harder than you think. That is harder than you think. Ah, that takes a lot of patience. And you can practice patience <laughs> by doing this. You just have to have the patience and put in the time. So he says, the initial confidence that goes with reaching a first objective is the handmaiden of success. Confidence is the handmaiden of success. Let me say that again. Confidence is the handmaiden of success. Once success to any degree is yours, it's easier to achieve a greater success, do something well, and it's easy 
to excel, do something well, then it's easy to excel. To accomplish this, to accomplish this, you have to lay out your schedule on a daily basis. I'm not talking minute by minute. What I'm talking about is you set yourself a schedule. If time blocking works for you, that's great. If pockets of time work for you, that's great. This all, and he talks about this, you have to fine tune it. These are the guidelines. You have to fine tune it to what your goal is. So I love that. And then <laughs> he has this, this, uh, this funny little story about um, how confidence, <laughs> the confidence of ignorance. So ignorance is bliss, right? He gives this example of this young fellow who is uh, a salesman. And his goal is to sell more than he did last year. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then Zig apparently asks him, well, how much did you sell last year? He's like, oh, I don't know. It's a good question, right? <laughs> I don't know, but I know I'm going to do better next year. Yeah, so that's that's where when you're writing things down, you're holding yourself accountable on whatever that goal is, makes a huge difference. But he says, unfortunately, most people are in about the same condition. They don't know where they are, have no idea where they've been, but they invariably think they know where they're going. Am I talking about you? That's what he says. <laughs> I just love it. He says, the soul of success is incentive. Give yourself some incentive. Give yourself a reward. Or better yet, if you're trying to help someone else reach their goal, set out their accomplishments, and you do this a lot of times as a supervisor, a manager, a mentor, but mostly as a parent, if you really want to set your child up for success, give them some incentive, give them some hopes, help them believe in themselves. It's, it's amazing. And, and it's much easier when you think of it in that light, because he says here, it's such an important point because a goal casually set and lightly taken is freely abandoned at the first obstacle. And that comes to fruition when you see your child trying so hard in school, but becoming deflated. Because they keep losing light of the goal. What keeps them going? Keep yourself going. Have some rewards. Have an incentive to keep on going. Keep that in your soul. The soul of success. Incentive. Right? So this works a lot in business because people, um, if you're... Um, if you get really encouraged, if you know you're going to win the gold star, if you're going to get recognition, if your picture's going to be on the company wall, that's incentive. So what incentive works for you? It might not be a gold star, but it's something. Something is going to help you keep moving forward. I love that. He goes on to say, no if decisions, that's I-F. And what he means by that is if you're like, oh, if only 
I had a new car, I could sell more. If only there was no illness in my family, then I could do more. If only. So you need to look at your target and appreciate, appreciate the size of the undertaking and be prepared, be mentally prepared on your list that you are going to have obstacles, there are going to be ifs in the way, but they shouldn't be used as excuses. And I just love that. That makes so much sense, right? Now, in order to work smarter and harder, you have to organize your time and find out the value of your time. We talked about that just a second ago. Like, what is 10 minutes worth? What's 20 minutes worth? What does that add up to? Okay, so if you find 10 minutes in a day, over a week, all of a sudden, you've found over an extra hour in your week. What can that add up to? Can you find 20 minutes? Can you find a whole hour? What would that add to in a year? That is the magic of time. That is the magic of writing things down. That is the magic of accounting for where you are, where you're going. And you can only do that by writing these things down and become hyper aware, hyper aware of where you're spending your time. It's amazing, amazing how much time we literally just let others take away from us. I'm not saying don't have some downtime. That's, you know, you need to keep your health. If you're going to build your wealth, if you're going to become who you deserve to become, you also have to stay healthy. So just keep that in mind. And here he has the top 10. Here's the top 10. As you break it down, these are the top 10 principles of goal setting, goal reaching. Keep a record to find out what you've been doing with your time. Commit to paper what you want to achieve. Daily, monthly, yearly. Be very specific. Very specific in the detail. Could be a dollar value that you want to earn. Could be a weight value you want to release. Whatever that might be. Be specific. Set the goal big but reachable to create excitement and a challenge. Make the goal long range. So you're not overcome by daily frustrations. Break it down, break it down, break it down. It can be big, but break it down. Long range. List the obstacles between you and your goal and formulate a plan to overcome the obstacles. Break it down to daily increments. Number eight, be mentally prepared to discipline yourself to take the necessary steps to reach your goals. Number nine, be absolutely convinced in your goals that you're going to reach it. Believe in yourself, believe in yourself, believe in yourself. And number 10, visualize yourself already reaching this goal. That is a superpower. And I know everybody talks a lot about the law of attraction and visualizing is realizing and having a vision board. If you hold it in your head, it will happen. 
If you hold it in your head, you will hold it in your hand and it will happen. You need to think about it. Um, Dorothea Brand always said, you know, act as if it's impossible to fail. Act the part. Visualize the part. You will succeed. You will do it. And let's be reasonable. Let's make these notes. Let's look at what our time bank is. Start taking withdrawals instead of always depositing into other people's accounts, right? This is what he says. You should be careful about sharing your goals with others. If you are confident and need to put yourself on the spot by sharing your goals with others, then go ahead. However, you'll be wise to be very selective about sharing your goals. It's helpful if you have associates or loved ones who will share your optimism and give you that added confidence that you can reach your goals. But it's definitely harmful if you share your dreams with somebody who's going to ridicule you and belittle your efforts. Okay? That is super important. Because that is the part of human nature that just drives me news. Like, I cannot believe how people just want to whack them way down. Oh, you want to do what? <laughs> no. If you know that if you tell your spouse, you tell your friends, you tell your coworkers, you tell your boss, you tell anybody what your goal is, if you know that they are not going to be supportive of you, you just keep that one under your hat. There's stories that say, you know, Thomas Edison always used to tell people what he was going to invent next because he wanted to be held accountable and it kind of pushed him. That's great. But those people were supportive of him. They wanted to hear his ideas. What are you going to do next? Awesome. We look forward to that. Those are the type of people you tell your goals and aspirations to. Those are the type of people that will support you and might even give you a lift. A little positive vibe, right? So be careful about that. I, I love that he handles that in, in today. And here's, here's what he says. Everybody's daily goals should be to do the best they can do today while preparing for a better tomorrow. The future is the place where you're going to spend the rest of your life. Daily accomplishments are bricks leading to that place. If you regularly and firmly put the bricks into place with the proper goal-setting procedures, you will eventually build your stairway to the top. In order for you to properly set your lifetime goals, as stated earlier, you must clearly understand that the elevator to the top is out of order. I love that. You're going to have to take the stairs one at a time. Fortunately, they are clearly marked and they're beckoning you to climb them all the way up. And then he shares this ancient Chinese saying, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for the day. But if you teach him how to fish, you feed him for life. He's self-supporting, self-sustaining. What a better goal could that be? You feed yourself for life. All right, that was that was exciting. 
I hope you got something out of that part. The next part we're going to talk about is how you're going to really reach your goals. Everything's going to be linked in the show notes. So I'll see you in a minute.